Gamer Radio listeners, we are at our noon hour for the Spring Sherathon. I'm your host, Zach Coyle. Very excited to be on with Bishop Rhodes. Bishop, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome, it Zach. It's great to have you here. And we have a wonderful crew with us today. We have Kyle Hyman, frequent host and um, great Redeemer Radio leader and staff member. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Zach. Miriam Schmitz, uh, joining that leadership effort here at Redeemer. Yes. Thank you for all you do for our diocese. Sure, no problem. And Josh Skipper, leading the Today's Catholic effort, now on the radio with us. Thank you, Josh. Welcome. Thank you, Zach. It's exciting to have you all here. Bishop, would you be able to lead us in a prayer, please? Be happy to. That'd be great. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful, and kindle in them the fire of your love. Send forth your spirit, and they shall be created, and you shall renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who by the light of the Holy Spirit did instruct the hearts of the faithful, grant us in the same spirit to be truly wise and ever to rejoice in his consolation through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Mary, seat of wisdom, pray, pray for, for us. us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Well, Bishop, when I learned that I um, really have the joy of being able to serve as a host with you, I thought of a few things that would be great as Redeemer Radio is seeking to expand its ministry and continue it and deepen it with the share Think about so many of the joys that we have in our diocese. And, you know, I was just thinking last week was the Christ the Teacher Award Luncheon, which many of our um, diocesan lay faithful may not even know anything about. And so this is, as an educator, such a joy that we have the leadership of Dan Fitzpatrick, Quality Dining, that there are people who want to fund an opportunity for every school in our diocese to be naming teachers who really embody the person of, of our Lord, you know, that they really spiritually live his hands and feet. And I was thinking, too, about your remarks about really the need for Catholic education and that more than anything, we are called to bring to bear graduates who love the Lord deeply, who are authentic disciples, who are proclaiming the message. So would you maybe just kind of repeat some of that messaging for some of our listeners today? Yeah, I think it, it hits Redeemer's message very powerfully as well. Sure. That's, that's true, Zach. I didn't think of it that way. But uh, one of the most important parts of the mission of Redeemer Radio is evangelization. And really evangelization, which is the fundamental mission of the church, is also um, important for our Catholic schools. Um, as a matter of fact, I think I said in that talk at the luncheon, both in Fort Wayne and South Bend, that our Catholic schools should be engines of evangelization. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yes, thank and I, you. And I believe it. It was interesting. I just had uh, mass on Tuesday at St. Joseph High School and did my pastoral visit. And I spent all day there and we had mass. Mass lasted over two hours because I baptized seven, uh, I'm sorry, six students. Glory be to God. Yeah. Yes. Six students I baptized and gave them their first Holy Communion, their confirmation. In addition, um, there were uh, five others. One was received in full communion awesome. uh, in the Catholic Church and the others were uh, confirmed. So... It was such a joyful uh, experience. I, you know, I thought it was a great witness to the students because we all kind of take our new life in Christ for granted, and to see their peers who've who've consciously chosen, and they each had their own unique path sure. to their conversion. Right. And to me, I got to talk to the kids beforehand, each of them, so I kind of learned about how they came yes. to the Catholic faith. But when that happens in our Catholic schools, it really shows that they're living. Um, living the mission. Amen. And we don't proselytize 
in our schools, but it, we invite, you yes. know, and they're exposed to the truth mm-hmm. and the beauty of Catholicism. And so I, I just was really uplifted by that. Even even today, it's several days later, and I'm still excited oh, about it. I love it. And, yeah. and amen to the invite. So we're going to use that theme of invite and let our listeners know. Call or text in the word give, 260-436-9598. That is your way you can support. And our staff here at Redeemer will let us know our goal uh, for this hour. I just got it. It's $5,000. And this is a great way to thank our wonderful bishop and to really proclaim the message of the Lord evangelization. I, I love that starting point because, you know, if we think about an engine of evangelization and you have this amazing reality at St. Joe High School of how many have just been welcomed either to the faith in the first place or more fully to the faith. Glory be to God. It is, yeah, yeah, it is so good. It really is. Well, I'm thinking a little bit about, too, your work um, with Redeemer Radio for Truth and Charity. And Kyle, of course, you're with us, which is great. So that's been how many years in the making now? Well, uh, I don't know. I, first of all, I don't, <laughs> I don't know answers to questions like that. Okay. All right. Because, I, and I don't know if you're aware of this, Miriam is like the mastermind behind the scenes, the producer yeah. of it. And then also, Josh, not only his work with the, the newspaper and the website and all of that, but also is recording the show for us. Excellent. So it's kind of like we got the behind the scenes. You have the entire crew. Production yeah. Crew. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's great. Yeah. Yep. Well, forgive my well, ignorance. Yes. I didn't know, Josh, you were involved. That's great. Oh, yeah. A little bit. <laughs> and I'm thinking the story from St. Joe, I think that was just in the most recent today's Catholic. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Um, it's coming up next issue, I think. Ne- okay. I think it came out in the digital version, maybe. Maybe. I, I really it feel has. like I've seen the story. So really, maybe yeah. I got a preview. I don't know. I think but, I mentioned it at the luncheon. That's what that's it was. probably okay. how you heard that's of it. Why yeah. I know. <laughs> At that point, why I was I, know this? I was you saying know. that it's coming up. Yes, right. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, this has been five fantastic. years for the show. Um, I think it'll be six in July. We started in 2017. Oh wow, uh, that is pretty incredible. Over 270 episodes. Well, uh, just as yeah. um, a lay faithful in our diocese, I want to thank you, Bishop, and that. Really, I don't know that our church always dives into where the tech uh, can be good. And Redeemer mm. and Spoke Street are just a prime example of that. And so we certainly, on the school's front, actually have a real responsibility to make sure we can control and use tech to make sure it is good. Yeah. But this is one way of proclaiming the gospel of Christ, and it's, it's beautiful. So um, yes. thank you. This is great. So six years. Can I ask you all just some favorite memory? It doesn't have to be your absolute favorite of time with Bishop from the show, or maybe it's that somebody told you a story of listening. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be the actual content, but does a memory come to mind when someone shared with you like, man, I was listening and this happened in my life. I, I, that has to be, I know it, you know? Well, I, I think it's funny because you're thinking of like a profound moment. The first thing that came to my mind was uh, Bishop sharing that one of his childhood costumes for Halloween was Batman. Okay. And so then for, for his birthday, yes. we got him a Batman cake. And we had all the staff of the diocese come over Great. and we shared some Batman cake. Great. Yeah. So I, and favorite I, story. There you go. And, and I think that's about. the fun, fun thing about the show is that we do get into so many serious topics and there are people that say that they joined the church because of listening to the show. Right. Yes. But we also get to see like the, the human side of oh, Bishop yeah. and that, you know, hear about his childhood, hear about his parents and his passion for history and stuff like that. I think it just helps us all to appreciate him as a, our, our yes. spiritual leader. Well, yeah. Father Stephen in the last hour for St. Eve's was just sharing Batman was part of Deus Vault, his podcast, uh-huh. right? So I, I do think there's something in the superhero life of actual sacrifice and suffering calling to heroes. So there is something Look at you, bringing it back. heroic <laughs> virtue from that. But anyway, that's beautiful. How about a, another story too for Miriam or Josh? Josh, have you been on the effort six years as well? Um, no. So I started full-time with 
with the diocese a little over a year ago. Um, but as an intern, I actually helped with the show too, right. um, with Nate Pru. Excellent. So. Awesome. Well, I'm, I'm thinking of Bishop, your visit to St. Vincent's this year, and, and I'll get to that because the pastoral visits you make are just so much of the charism, I think, of the leadership of our diocese. But Josh, you were an integral part of that. And so there's so much goodness, but let me stay focused. Let's think about truth and charity. Mm. And of course, I still want to invite our listeners for some pledges, 260-436-9598. You can also text the word give. And we do have a pledge in already. Courtney Freiberger. Thank you, Courtney. So thankful. Oh, this is actually coming back from St. E's. That is back from Fraternus at St. E's. Way to go, Courtney, well, though. Can, thank can you. Can we count it for both? Yes. Double <laughs> That's great. By the way, we do have a $250 match for every five pledges. So listeners out there, this is a great time to call in. You can give mm. a shout out to Bishop Rhodes or to the um, CSO staff or any of the offices. I mean, really, you could. This would be a great time to, to give a shout out, which I actually want to do. All right. Let me stay focused, though. <laughs> yeah. Truth and Charity. Let's get another. We know Batman has come forward from yeah. Truth and Charity. What else is a favorite um, memory? I think one of my favorite memories also revolves around food because Bishop mentioned he has a uh, favorite Italian dish, carbonara. Was it oh, that? Was it? Nice. Yes. But prepared okay. a special way, right? Like there's two different ways. Authentic, yeah. Which is with what? Egg? Egg and a pancetta, kind of <laughs> pork. And yeah, not with cream. Not with okay. cream. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we went to a, a local restaurant and surprised, I think, did we surprise Bishop? Yeah. With, with a special yeah. dish of oh, that, that particular kind of pasta. Awesome. Yeah. We've Alex. actually, we've done an olive tasting. Yeah, they know I love olives. Yeah. We found Great. out through awesome. questions. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, you know, that's, I love that we did that because yeah. people will, now when I go places, you know, <laughs> they they'll give me like a jar like. of olives. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, wonderful. it's great. That's <laughs> good. Right. We'll never be outdone in generosity, yeah. right? <laughs> Which is a theme for us this hour, that's for sure. So we need to get some pledges coming in now. But actually, you know, food, of course, unites. You know, we know that socially that we come together around the meal. And that had to have been part of the Lord's choice, you know. And I was just listening to a podcast that Father Jay Horning was on. Um, I was listening yesterday, probably recorded a month or two ago, on uh, Belt of Truth. But he was sharing that as a spiritual father, you know, the Lord wants to heal us and he wants to feed us. And, of course, the Eucharist is source and summit. Like, it's actually not a surprise that food would be such a, you know, common theme for for memories. I can continue on that theme. Um, Bishop just finished a series of about six or seven episodes on the Eucharist. Right, yes. There was, like, three different pillars. I don't remember what they were. Presence, Um, communion, and sacrifice. Yeah. And there was at least two episodes on each of those. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think that matches the themes from uh, the the opportunity we had to learn from you for actually the teaching on the Eucharist, which is wonderful that you gave that and just offered that as, as a free will opportunity for the lay faithful to be present. So I was able to join at St. Charles. Do, do I have the same three yes, themes correct? Definitely, I think so. definitely. Yes, definitely. Yeah. And we put together a playlist just of those because this we're focused so much on the Eucharist right yes. now because of the Eucharistic revival and everything. Right. So if people go to spokestreet.com slash Eucharist, We've got a playlist of those six episodes and a bonus episode where you talked about uh, earlier this year, which is better, receiving the Eucharist on your tongue or on the hand? Oh, yeah. nice. So, yeah. Awesome. People want uh, a, That was an especially popular yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to go check out the playlist. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah, Spokestreet.com slash Eucharist. That's great. Awesome. Well, Bishop, one thing I wanted to ask you, I was remembering in my own life, when I first came to our diocese was six years ago, um, coming and I was blessed then to serve as principal already. And, and at that time at St. John New Haven, of course, you know, I'm at St. Vincent's now, but I had the great opportunity of sitting down with you for a few minutes and asking when you had first arrived as bishop, what did you discern was a really important priority or one of, and you had shared vocations. Hmm. And, and I thought about how blessed I've been to meet such phenomenal priests around our diocese. 
And of course, I, I took that to mean too. priest vocation was uh, certainly paramount in that we have ministries to run that um, need the ordain clergy for that, but that all vocations, that giving uh, great honor to the Lord's plan. So I, I have a few things on my heart, but one question is, and I'm sure you might not know the exact number, but if you think about your years of ministry as bishop of our diocese, how many ordinations do you think you've been able to oh, wow. share? You know, I've been keeping track of all the ordinations I've had, uh, both deacons and priests, since I was ordained a bishop in December 2004. I, um, but it's been a lot in Harrisburg, in Nigeria, here. All right. Uh, but I, I, it's a lot. Um, I mean, just this past... Uh, July, I ordained over 20 new priests in Nigeria. But here in our diocese, I really, I have not added them up. I need to do that. It's well, been 13 years. Well, I don't want to put you on the spot, but, but few it's dozen, a lot. Yeah, yes. it's been a few dozen of, uh, yeah. East, and then if you add the permanent deacons, yes. you know, I've had three classes now of permanent deacons. I was going to ask deacons. how many classes have come through. Yeah. Three. three. That's, glory be yep. to God for that, yep. too. That's so, um, but yeah, that. You know, that's good, Zach. I'm going to have to, when I go home, I'm going to look and, and add those up. Well, it's a joy that, you know, we get to receive around the diocese that so much of the Lord's fruitfulness has been in that effort. And, and then I think, too, about sisters. You know, like for our school, we, of course, pray for the seminarians every morning, which is really a joy to do. And then we pray for the sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration in our diocese. And the more of them that I've been blessed to meet... Um, of course, we would need one of them with us to answer how many they've welcomed into their community, but it has to be such a number, you know. Um, and then, of course, vocations, too, for marriage and just uh, the Lord's goodness, and some might discern the permanent single life. Father Stephen mentioned Jessica Hayes in our community in, in the last episode, for example. So mm -hmm. um, I wanted to thank you, Bishop, for that. And just I wanted to ask that question because I think for the lay listeners, that's one of the ways we clearly encounter the Lord in, in our priests and in our religious who serve us. So it's great. Yeah. We do have a few pledges coming in now for Bishop's Hour, and this is great because we have at least three. And remember, listeners, if we get a five, actually for every five we get, we get an additional $250 from another donor. So we want to thank Mike and Louisa Baker, Mike Dom, and Mark Scudder. Hey, thank you, Mr. Scudder. That's awesome. We got some St. Vincent folks rallying around. Which is great. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really exciting. Well, um, Thinking again, though, about the work for vocations, uh, John Pratt's been involved on the youth ministry side, and then my wife's been actually helping him a little bit. I'm not sure if this has even been on, on your desk or not, but it sounds like one of the first um, vocations event for young women is happening next weekend, maybe in years, in, in quite some years. So hmm. I believe it's called Beloved Daughters. It's for young women ages 16 to 22. It's next Saturday up at Notre Dame. Have you... I, I don't know that you've even had a chance to be aware of that. Um, yeah, I did hear about that. And I, you know, I'm really grateful. I'm glad you mentioned the Sisters of St. Francis of Perpetual Adoration. I live with them when I'm up on the, whenever I'm on the South Bend side of the diocese, I, I have a suite in their mother house oh, there. So that. I'm very close to the sisters. And, Great. and we, I mean, they are really a blessing in our diocese. And I think the, uh, you know, a lot of young women today um, have never met or experienced religious sisters. Unlike when I was a kid, I mean, every grade except second grade, I, my teacher was uh, a sister. Sure. So I think we need to really work hard to to um, to not just publicize it, but hopefully to to show how important sisters are in the mission of the church and to have. And, and thanks be to God, the Sisters of St. Francis have been attracting vocations in recent years. So we have younger sisters. So when they go around to our schools or they appear at different events, um, that's really important. 
and I think we having opportunities like this retreat, um, because oftentimes it's not on the radar screen for young women, whereas priesthood is. Yes. Oftentimes, because yes. they know priests, they see them mm-hmm. in their parishes, but they haven't had any experience of sisters. So, sure. so we've got to do more in that area. Religious brothers as well. Amen. Well, there you go. Some free advertising for the event. So (laughs) if you're a parent listening, or maybe you are a young lady, ages 16 to 22, this is coming up next weekend at Notre Dame. So um, I think there would be more on the youth ministry website on that one. But again, thinking about the mission of Redeemer Radio and really just sharing the invitation of the Lord. And there's so many facets to that, but through food was one way we were talking, right? We want to invite some listeners for some more donations coming in. The number again is 260-436-9598. You can call or text the word give. Of course, you can also use RedeemerRadio.com for that. And then we do have one other pledge in, Brian and Marie, and I think it's um, Lytle. And I apologize again if I have the name wrong, but I always want to say that because if I, if I don't have it. So we're up to $350, four pledges, and one more pledge from any listener will get us a $250 match. So please make that. Well, Bishop, let me ask you about one other effort um, I've just learned about through the St. Vincent side of things. And there's been a, a ministry effort there that's trying to grow Armor of God, and uh, but it came through the Paris staff that there'll be a new um, catechetical effort this fall, St. Paul School of Leaders. It sounds like this is yeah. on your desk as well. Yes, yes. And I'm really excited about this. There's this effort now that for somebody who can't pursue a master's you know, in theology, but really wants to have a deeper appreciation of our faith, could they learn, and the starting point, I believe this will be on an 11-week course on the Mass. And I think this is so cool that our diocese is going to have this opportunity. And if I have it correct, Bishop, I believe you're teaching one of the 11 weeks. Yeah. And then Father Dan is, Father Mark Hellinger, I believe, and Jonathan yeah. Kaltenbach. Yep. Can you share with the listener, because this was really exciting. I think this is a pilot effort. I don't think it's widely advertised, but a hope that maybe it would grow and that there would be more trainings up. You know, offer to the laity. Yeah. No, I think it's a great idea. Rob Gregory actually approached me. Rob was the founder, of course, of um, Armor of God. And, and Rob suggested this. And I love the idea. I felt the need for more um, adult education, and especially on a little bit higher level. Because when I gave those two, you know, on both sides of the diocese, gave that uh, day on the Eucharist, those, and it was, you know, it wasn't just like, you know, surface. We went mm-hmm. more deeply. Oh, yes, absolutely. It was it was really theolo- theology, and the response from so many people was one of gratitude. They're saying, and they were saying to me, Bishop, thank you so much for going more deeply into the mystery. And I think sometimes we we don't realize that people do have a hunger for this. They want to go more deeply into the scriptures, into the articles of our faith, into, the, for example, the mystery of the Holy Eucharist. So this is what this is going to do. And I'm glad they're beginning with the liturgy because we are in the midst of the Eucharistic revival. And to go through the mass and to go more deeply into why we do what we do and the development of various ritual parts of the mass, mm-hmm. uh, the prayers and all that. I think it's going to be great. And I'm looking forward to doing at least one of the one of the sessions I because I, I love this. And Father Mark Hellinger, who, you know, I ordained um, last June, will be finishing his uh, license in theology uh, next month. As a matter of fact, I was just talking to him on the phone the other yesterday, and uh, he's kind of has his comprehensive exams and his oh, final yes. thesis and Very all that intense. coming up. Very intense. But he's focused on sacramental theology. So great. I thought he'd be great as one of the presenters because he's well, just been studying I'm it. I'm excited. That's, yeah. that's fantastic. So um, what, a, what an amazing opportunity that, again, somebody may not be able to pursue a master's, but they could well attend uh, an effort like this in 11 weeks. 
is not then committing you to three years, but you, you would be so much more formed. Well, we have one other pledge to thank. Eric Stetzel, thank you. You are our fifth pledge, which means we have one $250 match. But that comes in for every five pledges. So listeners out there right now, if you're having lunch, if you're driving, if you're on Redeemer Radio, wherever you are, this is a great time to thank our bishop. By the way, you can actually give a shout-out. So you can call in a pledge, or you can even text in a pledge, and our Redeemer Radio staff will put that on air. So I, this is really fun. You could, you could ask Bishop for a particular blessing or, you know, make a request. Who knows if we'll be honored, but this is a great time to, to reach Bishop Rose and, directly. And if people have questions for Bishop, we, we use those for future episodes. So we can either maybe answer oh, yes. it now, on the, put them on the spot, or yes. save that for a future episode. The so number is 260-436-9598. You can call that number or text the word give or if you have a question for bishop text your question to that number too. i mean i really think that's fun like yeah. you, can, you can support this amazing ministry and so i really did want to ask more about truth and charity because i think there's this beautiful tie-in and then some of the other podcasts that have started are really showing how we can use technology for the good to help proclaim the message of our lord and so you know i even think about um, at saint vincent's there's been an effort from dr stroud he's now on the spoke street um, list for after the homily and that's with father dan and so <coughs> Father Stephen has deus vault. I don't think I even have scratched the surface of how many there are that are actually with our own current laity and, and current clergy. But Truth and Charity, I think, was one of the first standing shows that, that really had that. So, you know, what is something, Bishop, for you as you embrace modern media to proclaim the gospel that you've appreciated about that? And you've got a great cast supporting you, right? You know, I know Kyle is a wonderful host, so, you know, it can kind of go both ways. But your own memory of it, um, where have you felt that it's allowed you to help reach your diocese or perhaps now globally, you know, even yeah. online? Well, one of the you know important responsibilities of the bishop, he's the chief teacher in the diocese. And, you know, how do I teach? Well, obviously, I can only reach certain people through the homilies I give because, you know, I'm in different parishes. And so I'm always teaching, always preaching. Or I could reach them through the printed text, the Today's mm -hmm. Catholic or the newspaper. But then there are people who I would, would not be able to reach just by those media. But by radio is another way, or by the podcasts. And I do find people who have come up to me, Kyle mentioned this, who've said, Bishop, I listen to Truth and Charity, it's helped me so much. Or a woman this year um, who came into the church at the cathedral, she, um, you know, didn't know anything hardly about the Catholic faith, and she started listening to the program. That influenced her conversion. So. The more we can reach, uh, the better we can reach more people. Yes. Um, we're fulfilling our evangelizing mission. So I think to use the media for these purposes, and I'm just so grateful because you guys do all the work. I just show up. <laughs> I mean, Mary. That, well, that's not true. You do Mary, a lot of Kyle and Joshua and everybody who works at Redeemer. I mean, they, I, I just, I just show up now. Kyle sometimes, you know, gives me really hard questions that I got to research, but <laughs> he's good at that. You do your homework, Kyle. I've got lots of questions. That's great. Not very many answers, but lots of questions. Well, we talked about that the last hour too. That you know, our church with a history of two thousand years and Old Testament thousands of years before that, and then you, you have at least ten thousand known canonized saints. You, hmm. you can never be done learning, right. Father Stephen. I told him I was going to write this down. Of course, I couldn't because we were hosting. But he said something like this, and I apologize. I'm going to get a little bit wrong, but that if we had 300 years with no sleep to study all day of every day, we would just scratch the surface, mm -hmm. right? You know, of course, then the church would be adding to its story. In that yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> we're going to add to our story with the bottom of the hour break. And this is really an invitation. If you're listening to Redeemer right now, before we go on break, 
you really do have an outstanding opportunity to give a pledge now and give a shout out to Bishop, a question for Bishop, and get that into Truth and Charity. So um, again, 260-436-9598. Call or text the word give or log on RedeemerRadio.com. You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Shareathon on 106.3 FM WRDF Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM WRDI Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. I think as Catholics, we have a duty to evangelize. We don't always do the best job with that. And I think for me, Redeemer Radio has helped me understand my faith better and also be able to explain it to others in a way that is uh, humble, meek, and uh, respectful. Joining our mission is even easier with our mobile app. Download Redeemer Radio's app to your Apple or Android device and click Give Now. This is Bishop Kevin Rhodes. On my program, Truth and Charity, I'm able to connect with the faithful across our diocese each week, discussing a variety of topics and answering your questions. Thank you for listening to and supporting Catholic programming like Truth and Charity, heard right here on Redeemer Radio. We recently received notice that, within the next six months, we will have to move the transmitter used to broadcast Redeemer Radio to the Fort Wayne area. We have a committee of radio and legal experts helping us navigate this complicated and expensive process. But we need you, all of our listeners, to please consider making a truly sacrificial gift so that we have the funds needed to relocate our tower as well as cover FCC and legal fees. Join us in praying for a solution that sustains our reach and mission. Redeemer Radio equips listeners to evangelize so that God can work miracles in our families, neighborhoods, and communities. Every donation helps us reach more souls for Christ as the seeds of faith are spread. We'll never know how many souls are saved because of the generosity of listeners like you. Help us continue reaching souls for Christ. Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio's share Thank you for tuning in to your listener-supported local Catholic radio station. And welcome back, listeners. We are Redeemer Radio's Spring share coming back for the second half of this hour with our bishop, Bishop Kevin Rhodes. Thank you, Bishop, so much for being with us. We have Kyle Hyman, Josh Skipper, and Miriam Schmitz on the hour, and it's really been a lot of fun to think about so many ways of the Lord showing his goodness upon us. And so we've been talking during the break a little bit about a few more to ask you about. 
Um, and I have a few for Bishop, but I'm actually going to start with Josh because we were talking a little bit about today's Catholic. Mm. And so I think many listeners out there now will know of the great good Redeemer Radio's brought them. They see that in print then in today's Catholic. Josh, how long have you been with today's Catholic? I started freelancing for today's Catholic when I was 17 and still in high school. So wow. it's been a little over five years, I think now. Okay, great. And then, and then for you and Bishop, of course, writing. I'm even thinking about Christ the Teacher. You know, Dan Fitzpatrick gave you a great commendation for your recent article. So, Josh, though, what's a joy for you in helping with that ministry? Um, I think the coolest part of it is that I get to be not only at all of these events. I've attended so many masses that I would not have otherwise gone to. So, like, yes. probably triple or quadruple what I normally would have gone to um, if I hadn't been uh, working with today's Catholic. Force two, is it? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, you know, I learned so much about all these different topics that I have to write about um, and just, like, absorbing a bunch of faith through my job has been a real a real joy in the past couple of years. That actually really strikes a chord. You know, somebody says, what do you, for me, what do I love about being a principal? And there's so much that I would answer in that. And, of course, you know, I, I love the opportunity to minister to the kids and to the staff. But I get the benefit of going to Mass at least twice a week from mm -hmm. that, which was not why you sign on board, but it's, no. it's the Lord's generosity back to you, right? Yes. So triple R, quadruple is a pretty high multiple. <laughs> yeah, that's outstanding. A lot of Mass. That's great. <laughs> well, and, and Bishop probably many with you, right? So yes. yeah, that's yeah. great. You know, Josh is very humble. He, you know, I didn't realize he's, he's very talented because, you know, he's very good with all the technology stuff that I'm mm. terrible at. <laughs> but he also, like I found out, like he never told me, but... I found out he's been writing some history, and he oh, and, uh, you know he's a good photographer. He also now writes some letters. I mean, writes some articles for today's Catholic. Great. You want to tell them a little about your because I love history. Oh yeah, I, yes. so I in 2020 during COVID wrote a book on how Fort Wayne streets got their names. Really? Um, yeah, and I didn't think I'd sell like more than 10 of them, but I ended up selling around a thousand copies. Really? So, That's oh, wow. amazing. Back, back in November of 2022, I published my second one, which is a history of all of the city parks in Fort Wayne, and we have 88 of them, surprisingly. Well, tell us the titles of those books. Um, so the series is called Crossroads of History. Um, the most recent one is called Strolling Through Fort Wayne's Parks. Nice. Um, you can find them on Amazon is probably the best place right now to okay. grab those. Well, I actually would really love to read them, and I'm very sincere because as a essentially a transplant to Fort Wayne, you know, mm. I'm still learning our city's history, mm. and uh, that's beautiful. That's great. Well, uh, kudos to you for your talent in the writing department. Thank you. You know, I admire great writers, and uh, Bishop, you really have a knack for that, as we were just saying in today's Catholic. Has there been a favorite message you've, you've maybe not, I shouldn't ask the favorite, but has there been a message you've shared in print that you felt really, you know, very good about sharing with the lay faithful in the diocese? Uh, so many things. Um, I just love sharing um, the gospel. I mean, I love going more deeply into uh, the teachings of the church and, for example, scripture. Um, and, um, you know, sometimes on the radio show, we take a scripture passage and we kind of delve into it more deeply, theologically. Sure. Um, I kind of, that's part of me, you know, it's part of the academic side of me. But, but that's also very spiritually fruitful because I think it can bring us closer to Christ when we meditate deeply on his words and on his actions. So um, I, I like to have the opportunity to do those kind of deeper reflections. Great. 
Well, during our break, and uh, since we have some more donors to thank, this is so joyful. And again, if you would like to be one of those donors, you can give a shout out or a question for Bishop. The number is 260-436-9598. You can call or text the word GIVE or log on to RedeemerRadio.com. We thank Ed um, Ernstis. Thank you, Ed. And I apologize again if I get any last name wrong. Um, Father Jim, um, Father Jim, Fenstermaker, thank you for your pledge. That's great. And Abby Wilder, thank you, Abby. Mm-hmm. Great to have uh, some just wonderful colleagues and clergy and diocesan staff on. That's wonderful. Well, Bishop, I wanted to thank you again for your commitment to the schools. And, and I feel like truly our teachers and our principals really feel that. And uh, it's truly a great commitment of time to make an investment in 43 schools in such a regular presence. That's a lot of schools, you know. <laughs> God is good. And so um, you visited St. Vincent's at the start of our year, and I know you've had many visits. You shared earlier in the hour St. Joe High School, you know. Yeah. Um, so as you visit, you know, the commitment to that matters so much to those sharing in the ministry of uh, catechesis. And so... What are some memories there? I mean, I, I hold from St. Vincent's because that was the one I got to experience, right? Um, you, we were so blessed that you shared your witness story with the kids, and they would have asked you a seven-hour school day worth of questions. <laughs> but we made that stop. just to get out of school. Right? Well, I mean, they stayed in the church. I mean, really think about this for a minute. We had kindergartners first. We had the whole school, but kindergartners first, second, especially, who stayed in the church for the Mass. And then this time to hear your story and to ask you questions. So they ended up being in church for two and a half hours. Yeah. And you would normally think as an educator, you know, that's a little bit too long for a child that, of course, we need them to be in the mass. And that's fundamental. I mean, they need the Lord's source and summit. But, you know, we would give them their hour and, and they would then be back to other things. And they were focused. They were excited. They were having a blast. Right. So, like, that's such a, a happy yeah. memory. But, you know, you're sharing the Lord converting you and a miracle he's done in your life is such a happy memory. So I don't know if you want to talk about that visit or just any of them that. How did you know, perhaps, is a good starting point? The Lord was asking you as bishop to visit so frequently and so regularly. Well, I actually, I, I was doing this when I was Bishop of Harrisburg, so I wanted to continue it. I go to the high schools every year, um, each of the high schools, and then the grade schools. Um, it's taking me longer. I can't. It's just impossible on my calendar to get to every grade school every year. But I right. try to do five or six a year right. and spend the whole day there, celebrate Mass. And then I just, um, I, you know, Catholic schools impacted me so positively in my own childhood and adolescence that I see the great value and the importance. So. For me to go, it's also a way to encourage the principal, the staff, the faculty it to does. thank them. But also, it gives me opportunity to just spend some time in each classroom to see what the kids are learning, to answer their questions so that they get, so that the bishops isn't just a name or someone that they, like, far off, but they actually yes. can interact with me. They'll ask me questions. I'll ask them questions. Sometimes it's, it is a lot of fun. I mean, yes. sometimes it's very lighthearted. Sometimes, though... They will ask some pretty deep questions, especially yes. the upper grades. And um, I just enjoy that. Um, and it does give me a, you know, I have the connection with the kids at confirmation uh, as well every year. Mm-hmm. But that's all eighth graders. So this introduces me. I, I also admire, you know, I think it's a little more challenging for me with the littler kids. They're so cute. Yes. But I really <laughs> don't have the, like, keeping their attention. And, you know, I, I, I kind of marvel at kindergarten and first grade teachers. I, yes. I'll leave the classroom and say, how do they do it? Yeah. I can't, you know, I'm like exhausted trying to keep their attention and focused on what I'm telling them. Sure. And they're like all sure. over the place. 
place. And, they and they're so yeah. cute. But I said, mm. oh, these teachers are going straight to heaven. I don't know how they do <laughs> it. And that's great. Well, they're masters of engagement, you know. Um, and they study that and they live it. Uh, yeah. And they have that unique calling. Yeah. But yeah. what a gift to hear, though, that, you know, of course, you can reflect on the eighth graders for confirmation, but seeing everyone, you know, in the in the other ages. And it must be a lot of fun, I would think, to go to the high schools and see those that you have confirmed. You know, of course, yeah. there will be other students who, who may not be Catholic or may not be Catholic yet that the Lord may be inviting more fully to his kingdom, right? Yeah. Um, but that is so fun. And I think about your visit with us and just sharing so many graces. And you said lighthearted. I, I can't even remember the first memory that popped in my head of that. And we visited so many classrooms was a seventh grade Spanish class. And of course, you're fluent. And of course, our children are trying to become fluent. So they're they're a little bit reticent to actually use the Spanish, but you were right with them. And um, one of the young ladies was desperately trying to use Google Translator to, to keep up and you know, <laughs> she could, but uh, this is great. Well, we have a lot of fun here to still thank. So after Abby Wilder, we now have a pledge from Jennifer Corman. Thank you, Jennifer. We have a new total of $1,165. We're trying to reach 5,000 and we really can. We just need some rallying here in the latter part of our hour. We have nine pledges. If we get one more pledge, our anonymous donor will also match 250. So let's get that other pledge in. And we've got a question from Cindy Black here at Redeemer. This is great. And so she's asking you, Bishop, what are the greatest needs in our diocese right now, would you say? Oh, thanks, Cindy, for that question. Um, I think it's, um, when you look at the needs, I think we definitely need, again, more priestly vocations. I will be ordaining seven new priests uh, the first Saturday of June. God is but good. then our numbers go down after this class. Uh, so we can't like let up on our vocation efforts. So so that's important. I also think that we need always more work in evangelization because I mean it was wonderful at the Easter Vigil to uh, that we had about 800 people, uh, not 800, about 400 people come into the Catholic Church either through baptism or through reception of full communion. Wow. I I think though when you think about having 160,000 Catholics. Why don't we have a thousand coming in? Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Um, right. so Good. a need. Thank I you would for thinking say, about that. Yeah, I kind of have high goals. Yes, uh, <laughs> high ideals. But I think we can be more. Uh, we can be more evangelizing. I think, um, in you know, that's all of us, myself included, that we be inviting people to uh, to the Catholic Church. We invite them to not just come to mass, but to learn about the faith, inviting people to RCIA and not being too shy. Um, we want to share the treasure that we've received from the Lord with others. So I would say one of the greatest needs is evangelization. And that includes not only evangelizing the unchurched, but also evangelizing or re-evangelizing Catholics who have stopped participating, who are no longer active mm-hmm. in the practice of the faith. We uh, and that's a problem across the Western world, Europe, North America, etc. I think in the United States, maybe about twenty or twenty-one percent of Catholics attend Mass on Sunday. I think we're doing better in our diocese than the nationwide uh, average, but we still have a lot of people who who are not. So we need to reignite, hopefully, the faith in those and and really try to accompany them back to to their spiritual home. Amen. What a great, great question from Cindy. Thank you, Cindy, for uh, using our great tools to call that in. That's great. Nick and Jill Harris also made a pledge. So we have our second five pledges, 10 pledges total, for another $250 match. Way to go. And we have enough time to get another five. So let's keep them coming. Thank you, Nick and Jill. We really appreciate that. 
Well, Bishop, so the call for evangelization, I was thinking just a little bit about, again, the school visits, because that is an act where um, we cherish that day, and of course, then we share in the work throughout the year and daily life. And then, but also back for you, Josh, because I don't know if it was just St. Vincent's. Do you accompany Bishop for a lot of those for photography work? Oh, yeah, a okay. lot. <laughs> so how many visits would you say you've done at this point? At this point? I want to say closer to 20, something like that. I was just at St. Joe High School uh, this week uh, yes. up in South Bend. So, And you got to witness, hopefully then, some of those coming into the church. Yes, yes. That's awesome. That's great. Do you have a favorite memory authentically? And, and here I'm like, exclude St. Vincent's, you know, because I have, I have tons <laughs> I could talk about. But is there one that you've uh, really seen, you know, the Lord speaking to you or speaking to the kids or anything from that? Hmm. And you don't have to name a school, but just if there's something that you thought, wow, what a great thing to witness, you know? I think in particular, um, my favorite one to cover, especially with like young adults, teens, um, has been the March for Life. Um, hmm. I've gone a couple times yes. and it's it's fun to navigate around Washington, D.C. I got yes. to interview like politicians. I got to see all these pretty famous, well-known people, um, but then also see all of these 600,000, 700,000 mostly young people marching. Um, Bishop Dwanger led the March for Life a few years ago. Um, And to look back and see that you're leading 600, 700,000 people through DC Mm -hmm. and what's one of the biggest, if not the biggest annual march or demonstration in the nation uh that's pretty Amen. pretty impactful there my last time uh going to the march was actually when i lived in baltimore so it's predating my my time here but it was easier to get there mm. and it is profound and even the mass that uh several masses are celebrated but you know you have so many cardinals and bishops and attendants and seminarians and pre- i mean there's just the global church gathering the national church gathering is, is really a profound joy you know mm-hmm. so thanks for sharing that yeah. josh. and i that's think great. josh is going to be going to world youth day yes. in lisbon have you been to world youth day i have not i uh, not been out of the country. Oh actually, wow! So. Well, that would be fun uh-huh. You know, we're 270 going from our diocese. Yeah. That's it's huge. Um, our biggest ever. A lot. Wow. So I think wait till you, you experience that, Josh. Yes, I can't wait. Yeah. <laughs> I actually have to give a shout out to our art teacher who uh, will go, and she will go as a chaperone. And I had the uh, blessing of being able to help be a recommendation for that. You know, with with John Pratt leading it. So, Bishop, thank you for that. And how many priests do you think will go? Uh, About 20. That's outstanding. Mm, yeah, wow. highest number of priests too that we've had. That's amazing for a World Youth Day. Yeah. Well, my own brother-in-law, I know, Bishop, you know, Father Daniel Nieser is in our diocese, but, you know, he cites World Youth Day back in Madrid, back in Spain, um, as just one of the ways the Lord used to really mm-hmm. reach him at a deeper level, that it was such a profound experience of God that it, it helped cement in him what God was already stirring into, into that flame. So we want to actually stir some more flames for donations. Now, we have back from Cindy here, thank you, Bishop, which is important because Anyone listening right now could begin a dialogue with Bishop Rhodes while yeah. they're calling in a pledge. This is pretty fun. I mean, this is I'm right here in the studio. I get to do it just right here. But you can call 260-436-9598 or text give. And right after the word give, you can put in your question, right? And then uh, we'll see if we can't cover it now or in a future Truth and Charity. That's right. Which is pretty mm-hmm. great. So actually, World Youth Day, I'm so happy came up. What do you really, I mean, there's, I'm already excited. So we have 270 going. <laughs> we have 20 priests going. We have, you know, vocations come from this. What do you feel really excited about for it? I just love it. I mean, it's just such a great experience of the worldwide church. Of course, our Holy Father, Pope Francis, is there. I My greatest excitement is to see how it impacts the young people that I'm accompanying from Fort Wayne and South Bend. I just love being with them and seeing how this is their excitement and how much they enjoy it. And uh, this is going to be a really special trip 
because usually we kind of before the actual World Youth Day, we kind of have our own little das and pilgrimage. And this time we're going to be going to Fatima. And oh, I'm really great. looking forward because when we went to the World Youth Day in Madrid, the highlight for so many of those young people was we started in Lourdes. Mm-hmm. And they loved um, they loved Lourdes. They, yes. like, that was a high point. Well, I've always had a great devotion early of Lourdes. And now we're going to start in Fatima, which is yes. great. I was saying to someone the other day that I really feel close to... Our late, this is to one of the students. I said, I really feel such a devotion to Our Lady of Lourdes. I've always felt close to her. So I'm going to go a few days early to spend in Fatima for a few days of retreat because I really don't feel as sure. as close. And the, the, uh, the, the kid, the young person said to me, uh, Bishop, it's the same woman. <laughs> I said, oh yeah, that's right. Yes. I mean, I really do think, though, um, this reflection, right? It's it's so fruitful. If somebody's listening and they're maybe not a part of our faith right now and questioning God, like we know in our church that Mary, Queen of Heaven and Earth, has actually appeared just numerous times mm-hmm. and has actually been with humanity since she was, um, you know, truly alive in the flesh as, as mother of Jesus, right? And that some of that is mystery, but that we here we have two instances of her appearance, right? Right. Uh, what a blessing for young people to actually be where she was. And we think about, you know, uh, the miracle of the sun and, and the appearance of Fatima and just uh, the amazing things God is actually working in our world. And of course, saints are invited to be a part of that. And it's but for me, I've always thought of that as like from a place of people who might say, I'm not necessarily willing to engage with faith. I question like we have actual fact of the Lord at work, not only in the time of Christ and the apostles, but since and enduringly, you know. And so yeah. um, what, a, what a neat thing for our young people and for me to hear, too, that you're looking to deepen your own devotion to one of the ways Mary's communicated with us. So right, right. I'll have to hear back from you what new you grace know. the Lord, sincerely, I mean that, yeah. like really um, shares with you in that and what it might mean for evangelization for us. So thank you, Bishop. You're welcome. That's great. Well, we want to make another call here because we want to get more pledges coming in. We are still, this is outstanding. Here's an anonymous donor who just called in a pledge, who is a Knight of Columbus. Thank you, Knights, whoever you are. Excellent. You probably have, um, you're thinking a little bit about Batman 2 with the Dark Knight reference, oh, right? okay. And they have yeah. to be, I'm sure. <laughs> Gotta bring no, back to seriously, Batman. You, are, you have a challenge here for all Brother Knights to make a pledge for Bishop's Hour. And I really want to thank you for that. And I really hope Brother Knights are listening because we have maybe eight or nine minutes left. And we can reach at least four more pledges and get another $250 match. And that will bring our title much closer to our $5,000 goal. So this is really fun. So Brother Knights, hear the call. Call in 260-436-9598 or text the word GIVE. And then you can also text a, a shout out back to your anonymous knight. That's awesome. This could be any Knight of Columbus all over the diocese. Yes. Lots of chapters. You know, it would be interesting to think through. I don't even know the enrollment for St. Vincent's chapter, but, you know, diocesan. And it must be thousands, I would think. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. yeah. A few thousand, yeah. So there's got to be a listener out there who's, who's going to take <laughs> yeah, up this call, yeah. right? Yep. That's great. Yep. We That's have a lot of councils and assemblies. Excellent. Fourth degree assemblies, too. Yep. Well, you know, thinking of Mary's appearances, thinking of saints, I, I really do. I'd love to ask you, Bishop, if you might share some of the story with listeners if they haven't heard it. Because it sounds like Truth and Charity has, has actually featured that you've shared it with our diocese before. But you shared it at St. Vincent's, and it remains in my heart as just a profound way the Lord has acted in the lives of our people. Um, that he gave you a miracle when you were in seminary. Would you be willing to share that story? Is that the, the train? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I can do that. I think I've done it before, but I'll be happy it's, to. It's been a long time, but it's one of my favorite stories. Yeah. Yeah. And I think so many out 
there right now actually needs to hear a reminder of a miracle and you've received it. Like yeah. this, I'm sitting next to you and you are here today because of this miracle. I can vouch for the Lord's uh, goodness in my life giving me miracles too. So share that story with our listeners, Bishop, yeah. if you would. Yeah, after my first year of studies in Rome, I was just 21 years old and I... Um, was working in southern Italy. We weren't allowed to come home to the United States, and I traveled, taking a boat to Greece to visit relatives because my grandfather was an immigrant. Came back, got on a train. We were on a uh, one of my friends, one of my seminarian buddies. We were going to travel through Europe on a Eurail pass, so we began from a, uh, the town of Brindisi, uh, city of Brindisi, where we got off the boat from Greece, and we were staying, going on an overnight train up to Austria. So after we got on, we were backpacking it through Europe, basically. Oh, great. Great. And um, but one of the first stops, I think it was the first stop, was the city of Bari. Okay. Bari is a big city in southern Italy where Saint Nicholas is buried. I had no particular devotion to Saint Nicholas. However, I had this extremely strong uh, inner uh, inspiration, or telling me, get off the train to pray at the tomb of St. Nicholas. And I thought this was really strange because I'm very organized and we had organized so we'd be on the overnight and arrive in Austria the next morning. And this thought wouldn't leave me. So I said to my friend, I said, listen, I feel we have to go off, get out and pray at the tomb of St. Nicholas in Bari. Right. And he said, what? That's going to mess up our plans. I said, I know, but there's something inside of me telling me that we have to get off this train and pray at his tomb. So he thought I was crazy. I thought I was crazy. We got <laughs> off the train, went and prayed. Of course, the train went on and then we had to find a youth hostel to stay at. And then the next day got on, had to get on another train to go north into Austria. And there was a lot of commotion at the train station, and I was uh, there was evidently something had happened, and the news. So went over and asked someone, and they said, "Well, a train that had been through uh, Bari that last the night before had um, they had a, a bomb uh, when it arrived in Bologna, and eighty some people were killed." I mean, tragic. And I was like, oh, my goodness. It was a terrorist attack yes. uh, by the fascists. There was terrorism going on in Italy at that time. This is 1980. Okay. So, um, so we checked the news and everything. And I was checking to see. And I checked on the number what what was the train it was the train we were on i mean and, uh, yeah right? and, you know right. like, how can i mean there's no in my mind there's no natural explanation for that urge that i felt to get off yes. the train and the tomb you visit again was saint nicholas saint nicholas the famous yes. saint nicholas yes. of bari so another santa miracle claus. he worked yeah and now you are our bishop because yeah. of that miracle yeah. isn't that amazing like i think somebody out there listening needed to hear a miracle story yeah. you shared that with us before yeah. Glory be to God. He he clearly put that on your heart. Yeah. You know? I mean, that tragedy, I mean, it deeply affected me because I was on the train with those people. And I, mm. I think about the people. Now, there were people not on the train, but also at the train station in Bologna that were killed. But it was yes. awful, awful. Mm. And then I kind of wondered, well, why? Why was my life spared, you know? Um, and... Uh, but uh, yeah, God we just clearly wanted you to have some ministry work ahead of you <laughs> right, uh, before right. you know reaching his kingdom fully, right? Right. Well, we have one other donor, Marcy Ritmanick. Thank you for all you do for our diocese and our HR. Thank you so much. Twelve pledges made. We just need three more, and we've got three minutes. That's just a pledge a minute. We can do it. Get another two hundred fifty dollar match. I'm excited yeah. about that. Thank you, Marcy. That's wonderful to see uh, your call in there. 
So, Bishop, I thought maybe as we do near the end, and I hope we will get more pledges, by the way, 260-436-9598, please do call in. A great opportunity uh, to really be with our bishop and give him some encouragement. I thought that might be a great ending point. We have an opportunity now, Bishop. Would there be a word of encouragement for perhaps our priests or our sisters or all the lay faithful? We're in the season of Easter. Pentecost is coming. Summer is a time that maybe our families might slow down some, and we may have, even our parish families might slow down some, and a time for even renewal, you know. Yeah. Would there be a, some word of encouragement that you would suggest that we might undertake in any of that, in the Easter season to be closer to the Lord, in Pentecost coming, in the summer to come? What might you, I mean, I'm putting yeah. you on the spot, right? No. Just off the cuff, like what would be a, something that we could do to... Um, to encourage one another to be closer to the Lord, to dive more into Scripture, whatever it might be. Yeah. I mean, it could be your basics, right? Attend a daily Mass if you've never been to a daily I, I don't know. What would, yeah. you, what would come to your mind or your heart? Yeah, I think the first thing that comes is joy, uh, the joy of the gospel, the joy of following Jesus, the joy of the resurrection. Um, and I just would encourage people to to step back a little bit from their busy lives to uh, we're all get, can get be on like a treadmill Yes. And and uh, kind of just focus on, on Jesus and his love. It really puts things in perspective. We won't sweat so much the small stuff that come up. Mm-hmm. But to make a visit to the Blessed Sacrament, or as you say, to go to daily Mass, yes. or just give a little bit more time to the Lord and allow his grace and his peace and his joy to enter into our own hearts, but also the hearts of our families, and um, and not get so caught up in all the technology and the news and you know and and get so no let's focus on what really matters the essentials you know the essentials are our love love within our family and our own relationship with christ i am actually authentically inspired hearing this so i i'm just rehashing here we have had our bishop call us to joy amen thank you that the more we're centered on the Lord in adoration, in mass, we can actually not be sweating the small stuff and really be with him. And that helps us focus on the love within our families or our parish families. Redeemer Mm -hmm. Radio is helping us focus on that love. We have had a great effort this hour, and we're still with a minute or two, and it would be great. Three more pledges. We've got a challenge from a Brother Knight out there. Brother Knight's calling now. You can call in after the hour. We really, if we can get three more pledges, there's an additional $250 match. That again, 260-436-9598. Bishop, thank you for not only being on now, but for your willingness to really call us to evangelization, to call us to the shared work that we have. It's really inspiring. Would you be willing to close us with a blessing for all in the diocese and a blessing for Redeemer Radio? Would that be possible? I'd be happy to. And Zach, thank you. You're, you're a great... Um... <laughs> Radio guy. Thank you. I think, I've had you know, the best coaching available in the world. And so, yeah, yeah, he's a natural. You know, he's you're a natural. natural. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Yeah. God is good. The God Lord good. be with you. And, and with your spirit. spirit. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now and, and forever. forever. Our help is in the name of the Lord. Who made, made heaven, heaven and earth. earth. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you, listeners. Continue to stay tuned in to Redeemer Radio Sherathon. <laughs> You're listening to an encore presentation of Redeemer Radio's Shareathon on 106.3 FM, WRDF, Columbia City, Fort Wayne, and 95.7 FM, WRDI, Napanee, Michiana. We don't have people answering the phones right now, but you can still call 260-436-9598 
and leave a message or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. Make a one-time pledge or pay in monthly installments. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station. There's so many other people out there who are in the same shoes that, that I was. People who are just opening up to the faith, you know, for whatever reason, there's an openness, there's a curiosity in their heart. And Redeemer Radio is one way that is really, I mean, literally broadcasting the faith, but even just in a figurative way, broadcasting it so that they could receive. I mean, these are people who are receptive. Um, and I've heard stories of this, of, of people who were just driving around town and somehow, you know, scanning through the channels, came across Redeemer Radio, and maybe even were really angry at the answers they were hearing through the programs. But after a while, I started to realize like there's a consistency in what was being taught and it challenged them and they you know, did research, they struggled, they wrestled with those you know, topics or questions and came to realize that they agreed with it, that they saw the truth in it. Um, so in that way, I think, it's a, I think Redeemer Radio is a great tool of evangelization, of, of literally broadcasting the faith. Let the Holy Spirit work through your generosity. Give securely online by going to RedeemerRadio.com and click Give Now or call 260-436-9598. You can give sustaining support to Redeemer Radio by making a monthly gift. Ongoing contributions help to reduce our dependence on Sherathon and allow us to focus on future needs. All donors who make a monthly gift of $15 or more will receive a fun travel mug that reminds you to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Monthly gifts of $25 or more receive the travel mug plus entry for a free trip to the Holy Land. Please call or give online today so your contribution can amplify the voice of the Creator. Hey there, I'm Nancy from Catholic Sprouts, and I am honored to support the mission of Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media. Please consider joining me in this effort by giving so that through your gift, Redeemer Radio and Spoke Street Media can continue to offer encouragement and hope where it is most needed. Redeemer Radio began almost 20 years ago to respond to the most urgent need of Catholics at that time, which was solid apologetics and faith formation. Since then, the world has undergone unprecedented change. While Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever, the tools for evangelization must adjust to best speak to the longing of the human heart in the current culture. In our time, with a decrease of Christian values, there's also been an increase in loneliness, isolation, and division. Redeemer Radio invites the heart to listen so that we can amplify the voice of the Creator. Together, we can journey toward the fulfillment of life in Christ. Now more than ever, Redeemer Radio needs your prayers, encouragement, and support. Help us continue sharing Christ across the Diocese of Fort Wayne South Bend and beyond. 
Call or text GIVE to 260-436-9598 or donate online at RedeemerRadio.com. This is Redeemer Radio Sherathon. Thank you for listening to and supporting your local Catholic radio station.